Hi everyone, welcome to Little Life Tales, the podcast. We are finally here. Here's a place where people's life stories are told. You might have come here through the Little Life Tales project. As you might know, on Little Life Tales, we share weekly a story of a person. We usually never reveal the faces and never reveal the identity of the person because we want the story to be the first thing people focus on. On this podcast, we will have one guest once a month on Monday, where the guests share his or her stories, growing up, and many, many, many things more. Stay tuned and follow the Little Life Tales adventures on littlelifetales.org. And if you want to get featured on this podcast, go to the Instagram page of Little Life Tales. Thank you so much for all of your support and thank you for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Little Life Tales, the podcast. We are here with episode three and with our second guest. I'm super happy that we're able to share stories in this new way, only through voice for a longer time, rather than through film and video. And I'm very excited about this. And especially about this guest that is coming up. I met this person a couple of months ago. I was extremely fascinated by the way this person talked and especially the wisdom that this person had and has. So I'm super happy to bring back her story here on this podcast with her way of seeing life, with the art that she creates. Yeah, I cannot wait for you to hear her story. Let's not wait any longer and let's jump right into it. Well, hi! Welcome to Little Life Tales, the podcast. We are finally wow. here. We made it. <laughs> yeah, we're here. After months and months, we are here together finally. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Really. Me too. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having me. I feel really honored. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to for the people and also for myself to hear your story because I didn't want to explore it too much because I wanted it to be a, a surprise for me and for the people listening. For sure. Yeah, sure. If I can remember my whole life. <laughs> well, I'm Silvana Barisa. I'm 31 years old, almost 32. Uh, born and raised in Queens, New York, Flushing. <laughs> and now I live in Croatia. From New York to Croatia. Okay, tell, tell yeah. us a bit more about that. Oh, wow. Okay, um, so my dad is Croatian, Istrian. And my mom is Paraguayan and Argentinian, actually. Um, and I would come here in the summers to visit my family. And it was just oh so beautiful. I always had such a beautiful time. And uh, two summers ago, I was visiting and I met a boy. <laughs> As all great love stories go, I met a boy. I fell in love. The reason I ended up here actually was because I was coming to visit him last February mm -hmm. and I was just going to stay here for maybe a month, three months tops and head back to New York. But as we know, the pandemic happened and quarantine started happening. So I actually ended up being quarantined here in Croatia. And you know what? I just fell in love with the country so much that I just decided to stay. Why not? You know, while New York City was kind of crumbling and falling apart, I decided, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go live in Europe. I'll enjoy myself. Because you were you were always going back, like you said, uh, 
to to visit and how was to experience like your your roots somehow that's definitely true i i felt like i was experiencing my dad's roots you know mm -hmm. and my parents are separated so i was i lived with my mom so you know i'm latin like mm -hmm. through and through in my heart in my soul and in my cooking i'm latin so i would see my dad on the weekends and i would spend time with him and he would always take me to like the istria sports club in queen's astoria and he would try to teach me the language and the culture and i always appreciated it but um to be immersed here is a whole different world my mom is from paraguay uh in the middle of south america which which was like still is nothing it's just the desert there is no beach there isn't anything everyone goes to uruguay Mm -hmm. It's like where the beaches are, where the colleges and opportunities are. Everyone that goes there. It's just such a beautiful country. We're we're Guarani, mm -hmm. so we speak Spanish. But we also speak Guarani, which is our uh, native tongue. So everyone like everyone looks like indigenous over there. So mm -hmm. it's definitely a different culture. It's very passionate. It's serene in its own way. Honestly, I, I love like the Latin culture, you know, New York mm -hmm. City is full of different Latin people. It's something that I really do miss, I have to say, like being here in Croatia, I miss like the spiciness of, of like Latin people and yeah. the passion and the culture mm -hmm. and the food in its own way. But that's not to say Croatians aren't spicy. <laughs> it's, it's almost not too different and similar as well i would have to say um both passionate people when it comes to the things that they love 100 great cooking yeah. <laughs> that's like right on top of the list i have to say i, I would say the temperament is 100 on the same level because i'm latin and i'm Balkan, so my anger <laughs> <laughs> my anger is like times a thousand and and this is just from my personal experience of course speaking mm -hmm. I feel like the difference is like people really don't bring things out on the table here. Like they'll hold it in a lot mm -hmm. until like it explodes out of them one day. But in my in my mom's side of the family and all in our culture with my brothers, oh, if you got a problem with me, 100% you will know about it and we will talk about it mm -hmm. and we will drink or move on. But over here, people really almost don't want to talk about their problems or would rather just kind of bury it in themselves in this mm -hmm. like passive aggressive manner yeah that i see and i'm not passive aggressive i'm either passive passive or i'm aggressive aggressive <laughs> there's no in between yeah so i found that i've had to like hold my tongue a bit when i'm talking and and just be mindful and respectful of like the different culture that i'm experiencing mm -hmm. because yeah sure i could be a girl from new york city in this country but i also have to be aware of like customs and traditions and being respectful even when i'm maybe being accidentally disrespectful myself mm -hmm. which can happen it's just like a miscommunication a mistranslation yeah. i feel but the love is always there the hugs are always there. Raki and yeah. wine. <laughs> that is so true. But 
And to me, it's interesting, like, because you come from a big city and you find yourself in this small village in Croatia and mm -hmm. during the pandemic. Hmm. I've always been a really, a very independent person growing up. The, the way that I was raised, being from New York City, you do everything yourself, mm -hmm. you know? So when I came here and got stuck here during the pandemic, not necessarily stuck, but it was definitely my choice to stay. Knowing all these new experiences that I was going to have, that's what I took it as. I took it as a new experience, something to learn from, something to grow from, because nothing changes if nothing changes, honestly. Mm -hmm. So my decision to stay here <laughs> was just knowing the situation that I'm in, knowing that I'm 100% do not know Croatian. Mm -hmm. I am familiar enough where I can understand. So I took it upon myself to to make myself comfortable. I started learning the language as much as I could. I started practicing with people as much as I could as well. I took up a new hobby. I'd learned the violin while I was here. Just things that would not make me crazy. Pretty much, because I, I know the pandemic, I know quarantining, being stuck in the house, be seeing the same people every day, it eventually breaks you mm -hmm. as any individual. You know, I've seen many of my friends crack here and even myself like, dude, I had days where I broke down and I cried because I missed home. I missed my mother. I missed yeah. my father. I missed my brothers, my family, my nieces, my nephews. I had to remind myself that this is temporary mm -hmm. you know everything that we go in life is temporary mm -hmm. that one day I would see them again and this is a part of growing up is what I think is that you have to put yourself in these un uncomfortable situations to really see how far you can push yourself as an individual mm -hmm. you know pushing yourself outside the comfort zone so being here learning the language taking up a new hobby working on my music taking online classes was just a way to better myself. Yeah. I really tried to allow the pandemic to make me a better person individually. I want to know more, since you mentioned it, about your craft, you're a musician, and how was this pandemic situation, how was that for your creativity? It, you know, anything creative, whether it be film, music, writing even i found that i was writing a lot more as well mm -hmm. not just like journal entries to keep my mind sane on a daily basis but beautiful poetry beautiful lyrics writing music going through all of these different emotions only helps the soul and the mind at the end of the day is how i feel and, and it definitely gave me the time that i needed in a way it's almost a blessing, the pandemic, to, to creative people because you have more time to focus on this craft that you didn't before. Appreciate the time that you have right now. Is it the opportunity to grow, probably, as a person? I think the problem is a lot of people aren't comfortable by themselves or, like, in their own head. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the real issue at hand. The realization we're having in ourselves of, like, being alone and having to be in your own head it's getting to know yourself and if you can't be comfortable by yourself how you can be comfortable around with the rest of the world 
Personally, I enjoy my own time to myself and being in my own head because if you can be your best company, then you're going to be everyone else's best company too. That is true. That is so true. But it's challenging <laughs> also. So we have to also deal with parts that we don't like that much. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, no one's perfect. You know, I'm not saying, like, be strong every day and continue on and do this. Like, girl, it is fine to have a breakdown here and there. Mm -hmm. I have silently. It's beautiful to feel that, too, you yeah. know? But, of course, like, it's always important to talk to people when you're feeling like that as well. And you're not the only one who feels like that. No. As you really, Yeah, it's yeah. true. Uh, when I worked in New York, I worked for a hotel so I was constantly around people all the time. I would bartend on the rooftop. And I think one day I served over 500 people that night. And the intensity of like that human interaction was also draining. Mm -hmm. But then going from 100 miles per hour to five miles per hour is just also a shock to the system in itself. And it's a readjustment. Mm -hmm. But I also find that it's a readjustment for me to go back to that 100 miles per hour and i think that's gonna be the challenge now coming out of this pandemic and this going from a busy lifestyle to basically nothing to entering it back in as well is going to be an adjustment for everybody i wanted to know a bit more about um of course your your kind of life experience because here we share story of people and what you learned so far that can be an inspiration for somebody else something that you can like leave behind i would have to say like me taking this move to live here that was a 100 my decision i had a lot of people back home telling me to come back home not just because they missed me which of course i miss everyone back at home you know because i guess it was safe You know, in this pandemic, everyone's trying to hold on and cling to everything familiar. But I found myself in an extraordinary position of literally, I landed in Italy February 20th. The next day they shut down the airports. I drove into Croatia. And next thing I know, in a couple of weeks, everything is closing down in Europe. A month afterwards, New York City is closed. America is locking down. I was here and <laughs> I could have gone back home in, I think around May, I could have gone back home, May or June, but I made that choice to stay here because for me, I always wanted to live in Europe. You know, I have family here. I have my fiance here. That also would have been a, a loss for me as well. A lot of things happened while I've been here that I'm really appreciative that I have been here to, to be able to kind of be an extension for my father on his side of the family as well. And my grandfather passed away a couple of months ago. So I'm really happy that I was able to be here for this year, to spend my birthday with him, to have him for Christmas, to have him for New Year, to celebrate his birthday. All these experiences that I got to have with my family have been so rewarding and beautiful within itself that I wouldn't change it for the world. So I guess what I'm saying is, I'm glad that I that I chose to make this path because nothing goes according to plan in life. Mm -hmm. You just have to follow your gut and do what's in your heart and make the best of a situation and keep your head up. I don't speak the language. I don't have any friends over here. I do have some family 
and I've made some friends along the way that I really do appreciate. So my piece of advice would be like, people are always gonna get in your head and tell you what to do. But I think what's important is to listen to your own head and your own heart and follow what you think is right. I've been so blessed to live in Europe and be surrounded by new friends and my family and explore all of Croatia and to see the beauty in itself, to take myself out of a comfort zone. Cause it's so easy to get stuck in this like mundane life that we live, that it's important to just remember life is short. Life is so short and you just gotta grab it by the balls every day. I think you have the gift or the ability to use everything that you experience and put it in your craft. And that is that's, that is beautiful. And I think yeah. you people should listen to what you do. And beautiful things can come out of it when you when you put your emotions, your experiences in what you do every day, even in your craft. That is to me. That is like the the biggest gift of them all. Personally, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just look at what you're doing. It's so beautiful, you know, in this time to tell everyone's tale, because we all have a tale to tell. And it's important to be heard and to feel valued and seen. So thank you. Thank you so much. Where people can find you? Uh, You got me on Instagram at sylvana.was.here. Sylvana was here. There you're going to be uploading news about your music, about your yeah. website and everything. We talked for, for a while now and I think it's important to people to listen to to your music, to what you do, because it's you're such a passionate person and you you're really like honest and you put a lot of heart in how you talk and you put a lot of heart in your music. So I I want for people to that are listening to this podcast to be able to listen to your music where you can find me on soundcloud and spotify at the moment uh i'm currently working on my ep which i'm very excited about it's in the process uh so i'm just doing my final touches on everything and it, it hopefully it should be out in the next month i'm also working on a little kind of teaser music video for one of my songs too which i'm really excited wow. about yeah but you could find me under um sylvana barisa on my soundcloud i used to be a composer for short films so on my soundcloud you can find a lot of my composition work from films and now i'll be uploading uh, my up and coming ep yeah wow. <laughs> Um, and onto Spotify as well. So you can see my movie tracks on there, and then on Spotify will be kind of my trip-hop vibe that I do, which is very chill, very cool. It's my New York vibes in this European world. Worth your time. (laughs) Go and check it out. Your final phrase. My final phrase... It's going to sound silly, but my mom used to say this to me, and I find it really true. Uh, (laughs) It just always makes me laugh. You know what? Do whatever you want with your life. Spend your money, have that drink, take that trip, be with that person you want to be with. Live your life, because you never know. Tomorrow you could get hit by a bus and what? What is left to say? 
So live your life the way that you want. Wise woman, your mom. Beautiful <laughs> phrase. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Silvana, no, for being here for with us. You. And I'm so thankful. <laughs> so go and check out Silvana Verissa. Can't oh, wait you. to see what the future will bring you. I'm so excited. I'm really excited. Thank you very much, babe. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Live Life Tales, the podcast. If you want to know more about the project, please go to littlelifetales.org. And also, if you want to get featured, go to the Instagram page, Little Life Tales, and get in touch. Thank you so much. I can't wait to hear from you soon.